This is episode 72, Befriending Our Inner Bully. Welcome to the Perspective Detective Podcast, where you are joining me on a quest to seek the Lord's perspective and to bridge faith with the life coaching tools that I have gathered and self-help knowledge to find joy and freedom in living in our true identity and in improving our relationships with others. Let's begin. Hey, welcome back to Perspective Detective. I have finally put together another podcast and I'm really excited to share it. So we've been reading the Book of Mormon and my favorite story in the Book of Mormon is the whole saga with Nephi and his brothers, Laman and Lemuel. I like it because it's an easy read and it's very relatable. It shows the importance of problem solving for ourselves while also seeking guidance from the Lord. It's a story full of faith and hope and incredible manifestations of the Lord's help and visions from the Lord. And I think I also really like it because there's a clear hero and a clear villain and my brain really likes clear lines. So Laman and Lemuel, the villains, literally have an angel come visit them. They had actual evidence and proof of God's power that most of us can only dream of having. And yet, they still doubted. They still felt constantly scared and insecure and discontent and constantly complaining. So after their long journey through the wilderness, when they reached a land that they were happy with, they as in the whole family, when the whole family was happy with this land, which they called the land Bountiful, Nephi is told by the Lord to build a ship. He also has to figure out how to make tools and what to make them with and where to get the supplies. He needs every single step necessary to build this ship, starting with literally nothing. And he does figure it out, which is amazing. And then his brothers, the villains, dun dun dun, Laman and Lemuel, come and see what he's doing. And then they question his ability. They question his spiritual calling to build a ship. They question his authority. They also don't want to leave, right? They like the camp that they've set up in the land bountiful. It took them eight years to get there. It's nice. They like it. They make fun of Nephi and they refuse to help. Again, it's so easy to see Nephi as a hero. I mean, he is a hero. I'm not just saying that it's easy to see him as a hero because whatever, he really is. He listens to the Lord. He's a problem solver. He's strong and disciplined. He's kind and patient. He's humble. And he is ever forgiving. It's also so easy to see Lemon and Lemuel as villains. They complain and they blame. They literally try to kill their brother and plot to kill their father. They deny or rationalize the incredible, obvious manifestations from God. They're also quick to anger and they're lazy and they're unwilling. So again, I think it's really comforting to us as readers to see them as distinctly separate people. Again, to see the very clear lines of this is good and this is bad. It's just easy. It's just easy on the brain to see things that are obvious. It's obvious that Laman and Lemuel are wrong in the way that they think and act. So, but this time reading their story, I didn't see Nephi and his brothers as separate people with their hero and villainous archetypes. I decided to read it 
from an allegorical perspective and saw them as one person, the same type of one person that's inside all of us, that's inside you, that's inside me, that's inside everyone. So inside of all of us, we have a Nephi, a divine, true self, one who knows that we are a child of God, one who knows the innate difference between right and wrong, one who has hope and faith, who has that childlike desire to obey and to please our parents, one who has God-given intelligence and can problem-solve like a boss, one who desires to create peace and serve others. All of us has inside of us one who is humble and seeks truth. But also inside of every one of us, we also have a layman and Lemuel, a natural man self, an inner bully, someone who's scared, who feels insecure, someone who is always questioning, who wants signs, who wants evidence, someone who wants things to be easy, who wants to avoid pain at all cost, even to our progressive detriment. All of us has inside of ourselves one who seeks pleasure above all else and wants to be lazy or just have fun. So I want to focus a little bit on the inner bully, the inner layman and lemuel inside of us, and then a little bit on how we can get better at freeing ourselves from that false narrative of the natural man, the inner bully or the inner persecutor. I personally like the word bully, or at least I like it better today than I like the word persecutor. But in my podcast in episode 64 about the drama triangle, I do refer to this role as persecutor. If you haven't listened to episode 64, I highly recommend it. It's a really good foundational episode on the drama triangle and the three roles that we see in our lives that also play within our own minds. So first of all, this inner bully is totally normal. Everybody has one. This is the voice in your head that says you're not good enough, that people will judge you, that people are judging you, that you're not smart enough, that you've failed too many times and you're not worth it. This is the voice that says your goals are too hard or that you don't have time, you don't have support, you don't have resources. This is the voice that says you can't do it and that it's too overwhelming. This voice also comes up with all of the evidence for showing you that these things are true because our brain always wants to be right. Whatever you're thinking, your brain is going to find reasons that it's true. This is the voice that says, life was easier way back when... It's the voice that fantasizes about the past and blames yourself for the undesirable present circumstances if the present is a problem for you. It's a voice that tells you to numb out that leads you to personal addictions, whatever those may be. It's the voice that doesn't care about responsibility or discipline and seeks constant gratification instead. Again, this inner bully, this voice is normal because it's totally connected to our brain's main motivations, which is to protect you from danger. And the three ways that it does that is by avoiding pain, seeking pleasure, and conserving energy. So from the very beginning, all of these things are evident with Laman and Lemuel. They didn't want to leave their comfortable home with all their riches and status. I mean, who would? That's relatable, right? They also didn't want to put their lives at risk to follow through with obtaining the brass plates, especially because they didn't understand the significance of the task. It was going to be hard. It was going to be scary. 
So then the question is, how do we get to the part where we're like Nephi, courageous and faithful, humble and obedient, and most importantly, most importantly, how do we free ourselves from that inner bully? My favorite way is to listen with compassion. Listen with compassion. Now, that doesn't mean that we heed the bully's suggestions, but just notice how your brain might be trying to protect you in its uninformed way, in its unevolved way. So everything that we think, feel, and do makes sense. And when I can make my thoughts and desires make sense, it's almost like I have broken free from a trance and reclaimed my agency, reclaimed my divine inheritance to be a creator. So if I have a goal and my brain tells me that it's too hard to accomplish, I acknowledge the difficulty. It's true. I've never done this goal before. Or it's true. It will take effort. Or it's true. It may be painful and take sacrifice. And it's true. It may not always be fun. But then after the acknowledgments of truth, I remind myself that I can figure it out. I can problem solve. You can problem solve. You can figure it out. We just need to take one small step at a time. One One small step is not too much. It's not too hard. It's not too boring. (laughs) It's just one small step. So more common than talking myself out of goals because, well, anyway, yeah, more common than talking myself out of goals, I find myself feeling frustrated, triggered, annoyed when I don't get what I want, either on a day-to-day basis or maybe even on a grander scale. So not getting what we want is often very triggering for anybody, anybody normal, and come with it negative emotions and reactions. So again, my favorite tool for these triggers are to acknowledge that it absolutely makes sense to feel frustrated or annoyed because it's easier. It's easier for me and it's more pleasurable to just have what I want. Of course, it's more pleasurable to have what I want. It's easier to just get what I want. I don't have to do any work for it. Also, another important thing is that when we get our own way, it makes us feel worthy and valued. But truthfully, you are valuable and worthy, regardless of whether or not you get your way. Again, this acknowledgement, always starting with acknowledgement and self-awareness, this alone creates a pause between an action and a reaction. And then in that pause, you can choose your next step more informed, more aligned with who you are, with who you want to be, and then take the next step. So again, we're going to enter a Viktor Frankl quote, one again that I will quote every day of my life if I need to. (laughs) Between stimulus and response, there is a space. In that space is our power to choose our response. In our response lies our growth and our freedom. Freedom is what our souls crave. It is our first gift. We inadvertently bind ourselves when we live a life of constant and quick reactions to triggers 
and to seeking instant gratifications. It's also really helpful to acknowledge the brain just trying to keep you safe. This allows us to accept fears without hiding from them. Sometimes I can ask myself questions like, what's the risk here? How does staying safe actually keep me small? Or how are these thoughts actually not true? And ultimately, this acceptance of wanting to be safe helps me to shift from a fear-based protection to trusting in the Lord, to trusting in intuition, deciding that I do trust in the Lord and I trust that my inner desires have my best interests. And sometimes that means that it's in my best interest to do something that will look or feel like failure or embarrassment or rejection or any of the feelings that our brain thinks is death, but it's just an emotion. It's a sensation in our body. And I can always choose to believe that all roads lead to good. All roads lead to growth and progress and helps me to keep moving forward. And it's all figure outable. These kinds of thoughts are absolutely optional. They are within <laughs> your reach that you can choose to think them. So being curious and honest with myself helps me to go and do, even when the bully brain chatter is present. So all of this, my friends, is why I always end my podcast with the words, be watchful and stay curious, because it is that self-awareness and curiosity of our own thoughts and feelings that helps pluck out the natural man and reveals your true divine self or your inner Nephi, one who is a creator, who figures things out, who problem solves. So do that. Be watchful and stay curious. Thank you for being here. If you are interested in getting personal help and coaching to live more like the true creator that you are, then send me a message on Instagram at Sabrina Perspective Detective and we'll set up a free call to get started. And then I also want to put in a plug for my new podcast called Becoming Spiritually Minded. My life coach friend Shelby Hansen and I discuss a talk from General Conference and how the principles of the gospel that are shared so beautifully and perfectly coincide with life and mental health tools because all truth is circumscribed into one great whole. Thanks for being here. Have a lovely day.